This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our hosts and our guests is one thing. It's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling. What's happening, everyone? It's Cam, founder of Valley Trucking Insurance and host of Get a Load of This Trucking Podcast. Uh, I'm excited today to have our guest back on. For long-term loyal listeners, you guys are going to remember him um, from kind of the early, early days. In fact, he was one of the first uh, guests on the podcast, and his mission was awesome. It was attacking like a huge need in the industry. Um, He has not strayed far. In fact, he's doing a lot of exciting things, so that's why I was excited to get him back on. So, Without further ado, I'd love to welcome special guest, Dr. Mark Monera. Mark is the founder and CEO of Offshift. Mark, what's up, buddy? How's it going, Cam? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's funny always, you know, we were talking before the show. It's like, it's funny to go back and look at old interviews and, and you know, uh, me as like a podcast guest, hopefully I get better and I'm a little bit more entertaining and a little bit sharper this time around. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Well, you now have a title of doctor with your name. And then also uh, we're talking about health and fitness, but in different levels now. So before, like it was such a cool concept to me, which is, you know, how do you be healthy? How do you make positive choices? How do you just be active in the little pockets of time or the bite size amounts of time that these drivers have on the road? Or, you know, when they're looking forward to planning trips and stuff, I thought it was so crucial because as we know, I mean, if you kind of just look around at uh, the truck stops or just kind of look at your peers and stuff like that, you know, there's a lot of um, health issues and, and obesity and things like that from the sedentary nature of the job. But, it, but it's not just trucking, though. It's kind of the whole industry as a whole, whether it's, manu- you know, into the manufacturing or the warehousing or, or whatever components that you're reaching into. Um, I did, you know, I was looking at the... Uh, the EIA or Energy Information Administration, which just has nothing to do with health and fitness, came out today with the uh, fuel. So the price per on-highway diesel, uh, which is obviously relevant to trucking companies when they're looking at margins and bottom line and stuff like that. The trend was doing really, really well. Looks like, you know, last week we were at three, you know, just under $3.90 per gallon as an average. Keep in mind that each region has a little bit different This week, it did rise 3.2 cents, which, boo, that sucks. But the great news was, is on a national average price from last year at this time, it's about 64 cents or like 14% lower for trucking companies. So I think that that is huge because like it's all about profit margin. It's all about margins. Another thing that I know affects margins heavily is the you know, energy and the focus and the well-being of your staff and your employees and your driver force, which is what leads us into talking to you anyway. So let's um, go at a high level because off-shift is a new or newer concept and uh, evolution of what your mission was. So let's chat about that for a sec and then we'll dive into the fun things that you've been doing, bud. Yeah, man. So, so to kind of give background on, on kind of where I came from. So my background three and a half years ago, 
didn't know a single person in the trucking transportation industry. I was working as a physical therapist in a PT clinic here in St. Louis and in walked in a bunch of truck drivers. And it was just my first time getting to know the industry, like, you know, getting to know some drivers on a personal level and also seeing what 20, 30 years behind the wheel can do to some health. And it just threw me down this rabbit hole. And as I got into it, it, you know, I I always say kind of like I I got my MBA in trucking over the last couple of years, just because I wasn't in it previously. And I, you know, got to know thousands of drivers on a personal level. I, I, you know, saw the behind the scenes at a trucking company and, and how trucking and motor carriers operate. And I also got to pull, you know, the curtain back at the insurance level and look at how they look at risk, look at how they look at, you know, driver's health. And when I got started in all of this, it was really on the corporate health, corporate wellness side of things. And, you know, it was a company called, well, first we were called the trucking fitness company, then we were called supply chain fitness. And at the end of the day, what it boiled down to was, you know, think a, a virtual personal trainer in the back of a truck with a driver, giving them, you know, general exercise and nutrition coaching. And we helped a ton of people. It was amazing learning. It was really cool learning about the lifestyle and some of the different barriers that drivers face, uh, specifically, you know, over the road drivers, but also even local drivers who are home every night and just some of the long hours and some of the demands on a day-to-day basis. But what I just continued to run into was this ceiling of impact that we could have. And there was a couple of areas of why we were running into that ceiling. And the big one, it it all came back down to this explosive surge of chronic diseases across the whole trucking industry. So diabetes, obesity, and heart disease. And as you dig deeper into it, and really the main thing that started me in this whole journey was when I was working with those drivers in the clinic, I I went and did some research on the industry and, and read a stat that ended up completely changing the course of my career, which was the fact that truck drivers have a life expectancy 16 years less than the average population. 16 wow. years. Like I literally, I literally couldn't, I still don't believe it. Like I, I literally couldn't believe it. And it, it really pissed me off. And when you boil down to it, and as you get like, start pulling down the layers that I was pulling, you know, I was, I was pulling back the layers over the last couple of years. What it comes down to is that trucking has the highest rates of obesity and diabetes among any other occupation in the United States. And they've got two times higher rates of hypertension and depression compared to the average US worker. And all of these chronic diseases come down to, you know, not only the quality of life of the driver, but also a huge impact on cost and risk at the trucking company's level. And from a lifestyle behavior change perspective, there's a whole lot of overlap in what we're doing now with Offshift to what we were doing at Supply Chain Fitness with helping them be more physically active and improving nutritional habits. But what we've really decided is to go all in on chronic disease management and prevention in building out a product that is specifically designed for the trucking industry and eventually for the whole blue collar industrial sector, transportation, warehousing, manufacturing, construction for chronic disease management and prevention and helping them not only make lifestyle behavior changes, but also be able to navigate and maximize the healthcare system. And we've got a couple of different pillars that we can go deeper into, but really has shifted the focus on helping trucking companies who are self-insured on the health insurance side of things, cut down healthcare costs for chronic diseases, which make up 86% of all healthcare costs in the United States. And the trickle-down impact that chronic diseases have across your workforce in lost time and also turnover. 
Yeah, and there's a there's always a business sense, or you can place a financial value on this stuff. But then you got the human element, right, and the human factor, and like the lives that it actually impacts. Whether you know, be it their families or their kids or their peers or coworkers, or like the public safety in general. I mean, when you're driving a rig, and if something happens, you're putting the public at risk. So there's a bunch of things that this does affect. Going back to kind of your research. And it may be obvious or may not, depending on what you discovered, but like, what are the underlying causes? Like, what's kind of the root cause that's causing a lot of these behaviors? You know, is it a product of being behind the wheel, product of environment or availability at the truck stops? Is it the hours, the stress, the lack of, I mean, it's probably all the stuff, but like, what kind of opened your eyes when you were digging into this? And it's like, oh, so we can, we can address these things and help curve and stem this problem and like make corrective behaviors moving forward to impact generations. Yeah. So, I mean, you just named off a bunch of them, right? And I kind of look at this in two different areas or two different buckets. Like you have the obvious stuff of, you know, sedentary lifestyle of a lot of these people are sitting behind the wheel for 10, 12 hours a day. The lack of access of, of healthier food options. There's actually healthy food options at the truck stops. Um, oh, yeah. It's just going down the right aisles and not grabbing the Snickers bar or, you know, the, the, the pilot flying J pizza, right? You can find healthier options there. Um, but the lack of sleep and stress is a big issue as well. And, but what I've really recognized is kind of twofold. And I think it's number one, the mental bandwidth that a lot of drivers don't have after a long day of driving. And, you know, I, I can relate to this going on a long road trip. And the last thing that you want to do after you get done driving for the day is go do a workout and eat a salad, right? You just want to like, grab some fried food and like veg out watching Netflix, right? You don't want to do anything else because you're just mentally drained after being locked in all day. You're dealing with crazy people cutting you off and and going around you out on the road. You're dealing with stress of like making deliveries on time and all of these other demands of being a truck driver. And then on top of that, you add in this like cultural aspect of in the industry, there's this cultural aspect of, Number one, you're set up to to fail as a driver. That's what a lot of drivers feel. They feel like it's like, you know, well, this is what I signed up for. It's kind of part of the job description. I can't really do anything about it. And I think a lot of that comes back down to drivers have never had anything that's really met them where they're at and really shown that it was built for them. A lot of the current solutions out there specifically for lifestyle-based health conditions have been built for office staff and handed to drivers to say, hey, go try this and adapt it on your own. And when you have something that's lifestyle-based that isn't truly built for your lifestyle and fits perfectly in, and you add in the mental bandwidth, you add in the cultural aspect where you're not speaking directly to them, you're not relating to them. So not a lot of people are engaging with it in general to even start. And then when they do, there's like this mental bandwidth of having to figure out how to fit it into their life. And there's like, there's a lot of things adding up that makes it really difficult for them to stick with it and actually do it. And so we've gone all in on really trying to create the most engaging health benefit that a trucking company can offer. And not only speaking directly to drivers using their language, you know, showing that we've built this for them, but also once they're in the program, actually understanding their lifestyle, understanding the demands and what they have access to and building out programs and experiences that can naturally fit into their day-to-day life anywhere at any time. 
And that's where we've had a lot of success and really where, you know, when you look at some of the other competitors in the space, you know, they're trying to give their solution out to truck drivers, but they're giving the same solution to a driver as, you know, the software engineer at the tech company that they sold last week as well. And that's just where I think, you know, from an industry standpoint, the trucking industry wants something that's specifically built for them and understands their lifestyle at the company level and also the employee level. And that's where we're really focused on and, and why we're building specifically for this vertical. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's why you're going to have or have had early success, obviously, yeah. with adoption on some enterprise level companies and bigger ones. Let's talk about the platform, you know, because. 90% of the trucking companies out there are not, you know, they're, they're smaller, right? So does this fit a smaller model? Does it fit a bigger model? Is it more corporate for the guys that have a lot of drivers? Where do you fit in the segment? Yeah, I mean, I think our sweet spot's somewhere in like the 100, 150 W2 employees up. Right okay. now, we're selling Perfect. into a lot of, you know, uh, 150 to 1,000 truck companies is our focus and in, in our sweet spot. And then will eventually go to the larger trucking companies as well. And, you know, if someone's larger out there listening to this, you know, hey, we're not, we're not shy away from an opportunity. It's just where our focus is right now is, as a company. And so, you know, I think as time goes on, our goal is to find different ways in, in different groups of the smaller carriers or owner operators where we can work with them. It just as a startup and an early stage company where, resources are thin and we need to put, you know, the most, the area of most bang for our buck, go in and try to, trying to convince a thousand owner operators to sign up on their own and swipe their credit card and pay for it is a, a little bit harder than going to a HR benefit company uh, of a thousand employees and, yes. and getting them on board. And so that's no, where we've yeah. been focused early on. Yeah. And for listeners, I mean, it's not a discouragement. It's like, you got to be laser focused to achieve success. And as a startup company, if you don't want to fail, you can't be distracted or you can't get pulled a million directions. You got to have a path or a roadmap, so to speak, uh, to get to the end destination there. So I think it's great. I think identifying the value proposition where your place is in the market, which you guys obviously have done your focus and like the differentiators of what makes you different from, I don't even know who the competitors are, but we won't even shout them out. Um, that you guys bring to the table, I think is going to be paramount um, and instrumental to your guys' long-term success. So I, I'm like super excited to watch that go. So let's talk to what does this look like then into the larger companies and like you, the, you know, safety managers and HR, anybody that's listening or your larger fleets, you know, this is where you guys could tune in, but how does this bolt in with their organization, their culture? What does this do to the quality of life for the employees slash drivers or whoever is going to be impacted along with the bottom line? Yeah. So there's a lot to break down there. So I, I think you kind of break down in a couple of different buckets. So like yep. you've got the, the ROI standpoint, you've got the internal marketing of how you actually get people engaged and get them excited about this. And then you've got the They've signed up and now they're they're meeting with their health coach. They're in our app and, and here's the experience. Where, which bucket do you want to start with? Let's start with the the user experience. So go to the yeah. app and let's say here's the onboarding. Here's what it looks like. Here's what it looks like to the driver for us and like how easy you make it for them. Yeah. So every driver who signs up gets paired with a dedicated concierge health coach. We want them to build an actual relationship with them because that is what we are focused on because I, I think this goes beyond trucking. Uh, I think so many people in life in general do not have someone in that area of their life who they can go to ask questions and also is who's reaching out to them and holding them accountable to some of the goals and changes that they want to make. 
When you come into our program, we have really three big pillars, if you want to put it that way. And we think of it as like hierarchy of needs as well, right? And the first one is primary care. You know, 50% of truck drivers do not even have a primary care doctor. And so what we do is when someone is joining, one of the first things that we talk about is we have all of their employee benefits. We know who, what in network they have and everything like that. And if they don't have a primary care doctor or they haven't had an annual physical or annual blood work in a long time, we're helping them putting all of that together. We're finding them a doctor. We're helping them schedule a doctor's appointment next time they're on home time. Or if they want to do it over you know, telehealth, we're helping set all of that up. And we're getting them in because we think every single member in our program should have a primary care doctor that they love, trust, and see at least once a year for an annual physical and blood work. We also help them navigate and maximize their employee benefits. The ugly truth is 95% of employee benefits never get used. And there's so many amazing options that people don't even know they have access to because they got a huge packet of information during orientation, which was like a shotgun of information and they've never looked at it. Right. And so there's so many things that like we have options of drivers, you know, saying, Hey, did you even know you had this available to them? Right. Or, you know, there was one driver in particular who uh, injured their shoulder um, two days into a, a month long trip. And they were just going to sit there and let their shoulder just kind of do nothing for a whole month and irritate them. And we were able to connect them to telehealth physical therapy that they didn't even know they had access to because we had the relationship with them and they got started and talked to a physical therapist that night, right? And so I think there's a lot of ROI in that aspect of just increasing preventative, increasing utilization of preventative health benefits as a whole. But then once we kind of move up, the next step is we talk about is medication adherence. So 40 to 50% of people who have chronic diseases do not take their medication as prescribed by their doctor. 20 to 30% of people who get prescribed a prescription never fill it at a pharmacy. And I can run someone around the truck, I can help them eat healthier, but the most, you know, the highest leverage activity I can help someone do to feel better on a day to day basis is take their medication as prescribed and take it on a consistent basis. So we help people do that. We remind them, we help them if there's any barriers, getting them, you know, helping them find cheaper pharmaceuticals or reminding them about refills and, and just helping them take some of those barriers out of, you know, being able to take their medication on a consistent basis. And then the final aspect is the lifestyle changes. So it's helping drivers be more physically active. If it's stretching routines in the back of their truck, if it's circuit training outside of their truck or things that they can do at home. So it's all personalized to them. There's video and written instructions and they just follow along right on our app. And then we also have nutritional habits that are personalized to each person. And it's things that they can do at the truck stop, at the McDonald's attached to the truck stop or, you know, at home or, or in the back of their truck if they like to cook or, or just meal prep back there. Sounds like a lot. And if I was listening as like HR or manager or something like that, it's like, man, how would you implement and, and have everyone follow it, be engaged and all that kind of stuff? Well, like we can only have so much time in a day. So it sounds like a technology solution like your company is like the perfect fit because obviously it's tailored Correct. to their needs. There's a personalized touch, shows that the company actually cares about their drivers and employees with that touch and then allows them to elevate their health. You had mentioned something too, like uh, there's even a potential of getting uh, prescription drugs delivered to their truck. Like, and nowadays with all the grocery delivery services yeah. and all that kind of stuff, like, I feel like there's still a possibility, like there should be no excuse to not overcome those challenges that you'd face on the road. 
Well, and that's the thing, right? I, we're not trying to create the Instacart for drug uh, drug delivery. We're not trying to create, uh, you know, compete with Global it. Drug like, I, what, what, what we're trying, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, what we're trying to do is like, we're, there's so many of these resources available out there and like tech companies that we can partner with and really be the middleman of showing drivers that they have access to this and helping them set it up and take advantage of some of these resources that a lot of them sometimes even have for free with their employee benefits they have they have no clue about. And so, yeah. you know, for us that's that's why we really position it as a concierge service because it's personalized to each person and you know, we think of ourselves a lot more than just a health coach telling them to go do 10 push-ups, right? And and get down and give me 20, right? Um so so that yeah, we're really excited about that and really I I think the big thing is starting with that hierarchy of need and starting with some of those things of like preventative care and medication adherence, which in general also creates a really strong ROI for the company as well. Love that. So I think a question that would be rolling around in my mind is like, that sounds great, but how are we going to get this out to the driver force, especially when we're focused on, you know, 150 to a thousand employees or whatever, it's a lot. Right. And like, Maybe they check their email. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Like, I'm not yeah. sure how this works, but let's talk about the, uh, the like bolt in capacity of your product and then the, the, how, how is it marketing or outreach or reaching the actual employees? Yeah. I mean, I think the internal marketing is everything. I think it is what makes or breaks a product like this. I think it's what makes or breaks, um, honestly, an employee benefit as a whole. And, and the, and the reason why a lot of these, uh, programs never get engagement. And I think for us taking this verticalized approach and really specifically building for trucking, we have a lot of opportunity to build specific internal marketing strategies and campaigns around how trucking companies operate and truck drivers talk to their companies. And so the first thing that we do is we sell every single contract we sell, we, we sell into a giveaway uh, budget. So we do giveaways uh, every single month and the giveaways are gamifying the experience where it's like every activity in our program equals one entry into the giveaway. And for us, we're not, you know, saying, Hey, we're going to put a hundred dollars into your HSA because that doesn't really get drivers excited jumping out of their seat. We do things from like a psychological standpoint that are, you know, on a day-to-day basis that get drivers really excited. So the one that we've had a lot of success with is giving away a free month of groceries. Oh, paying awesome. off for groceries for someone, uh, doing a giveaway and doing that. We've also had a lot of success with doing um, a weekend getaway trip with family or friends or your spouse and and paying for them to go get an Airbnb or, or a hotel for two nights and just get away and enjoy some family time or friends time. And doing things like that, that really, you know, we want to get drivers like creating FOMO that they're not a part of this and not having access to that. And like, how can we stack up the different things to get them like, you know, not only is it free, not only can they quit anytime, not only are they feeling better, feeling more energized, but oh man, I can now get free groceries for a month or I can, you know, take advantage of all the health benefits that I'm already paying for every month that I'm just not utilizing at all. And we're trying to stack up all of those to show drivers like, this is a no brainer. Why, why would you not just sign up for this? Right. You can quit anytime if it doesn't fit your, your lifestyle, but we think it's going to, you're, you're going to really like it. And all of your other coworkers really like it as well. From an actual standpoint of, of getting out a campaign, you know, we really try to incorporate this into every turn of an employee's lifespan at a company, having a call to action at orientation, having a call to action at um, safety meetings, having a call to action 60 to 90 days before a DOT physical, 
having a call to action and continual education on a monthly basis through a newsletter or ELD messages or text messages. And we personalize all of that around how that company uh, communicates with their drivers and how they talk to. And then the last final aspect is we create every single member in our program into an ambassador through our referral program. So we have a refer a coworker program called Next Meal on Us, where if a coworker gets their other friend or coworker to join, we'll uh, we'll give them both ten dollars to their favorite restaurant to get their next meal on us. And so we're really trying to create different ways where we can, you know, we we call it how can we create internal company virality and get people speaking about it and get people excited about it and get them to say, all right, it's going to take two minutes. Let me just sign up really quick. That's badass. I get excited just kind of listening to that. And I think that the gamification is brilliant because when you create that FOMO or that culture where you look over and, you know, they're doing something you're not, but you can see, obviously, there's an improvement in health, the aura around this person, like the energy levels and everything else that comes with that is associated to like doing good habits. Like there's that has to be inspiring and contagious, I have to imagine. So yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, I think some of the other ways that we're looking at it and, you know, still learning a lot is trying to get that driver manager or dispatcher, like how can we create incentive programs for them to get drivers, in, their drivers who they're working with engaged in our program. So I think there's a lot of lessons still to be learned on the internal marketing side of things, but uh, we're on the right path and it's been really exciting. Really? Yeah, starting, uh, you know, rolling out some of the cust- early customers that we have. I think that's great. I think helping people find their why too, whether that be grandkids, whether that be long, I mean, whatever it could be is kind of keeping it focal and um, front and center for people is a great reminder of like, this is why you're on the road. This is why you live the lifestyle you do. This is why we're doing what you do. Let's make sure we're around for those reasons. Right. hundred percent. And yeah. and that's actually, you know, when, when you get deeper into like how we build that relationship with a coach in the onboarding process, you know, talking about goals, talking about whys behind those goals, talking about family, talking about just like where they want to go in life in general. Like um, it goes a lot more than let's, you know, get yeah. you going for a 10 minute walk, right? Yeah. It's really building a coaching relationship and a, and a friendship, honestly, because that's to me how, how we keep people engaged in the long term. Yeah. And I think that answers a lot of the questions as to why it's going to be tailored to the client you guys have selected, right? Like a personalized approach and touch to cover the masses for like, as you mentioned, a bunch of owner operators, that'd be challenging. It'd be very expensive and there just might not be the resources available to mass scale that um, at any level of success, or I'm guessing the white glove approach that you're taking on that. So, so let's talk about like finding out about the program, seeing if it's a good fit, maybe looking at implementing this into theirs. Cause I, I could tell you from my standpoint, working with transportation companies on the insurance side, whether that's the the PNC, so your auto liabilities and that we're trying to get you in a captive or the health insurance or work comp, all this will affect your insurance at the end of the day. It might not, it might not mean, hey, you go with my buddy Mark, you're gonna get a discount. It doesn't mean that. But what it will do is is it's gonna improve morale, it's gonna improve employee or driver retention, which will help ultimately your insurance scores. It'll reduce fatigue, it'll reduce losses, it's going to reduce downtime. There's a bunch of things from injuries, right? Injuries are a huge, huge killer of productivity. Um, And then the amount of time it takes to recover from injuries to get back. I mean, there's so many things that this actually will touch from a holistic view and a business sense, if you will. So let's talk about a little bit more of the business side. How do they find out more about you, look at it, maybe go about getting to see a bid or if it's a good fit for them and that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, so I mean, you can find us out at, at offshift.ai. Uh, that's our website, or or look up Offshift on on uh, any social media that you want, or or send me a message on uh, on LinkedIn, Dr. Mark Benera. And you know, from an ROI standpoint, you know, I think there's like three big areas that I, I look at. Uh, you know, I think if you are self-insured or in a captive group on the health insurance side of things, I think that becomes pretty straightforward around you know the impact of chronic diseases have on ER visits, hospitalizations, uh, expensive prescriptions, all of these different areas that come directly out of your bottom line and are very costly. If we can get them managed or preventing those conditions from the get-go, there's a strong ROI there. Um, but from other areas, uh, you know, I think you, you mentioned earlier, the lost time aspect to me is, is a big opportunity, not only from, you know, increasing or, or keeping truck utilization numbers up so that, you know, there's less days, sick days, there's less days of drivers being outside of work or out, you know, outside of behind the wheel, but also on the, you know, cutting down the likelihood of a, of a, a injury that increases or, or gets drivers away mm -hmm. from work, right? Or lost time injury. Um, and so, you know, I think there's a couple, there's, there's a strong ROI there, especially in trucking where your company top, your, your, your top line revenue is directly indicative of your drivers being behind the wheel and moving freight. So, you know, if I'm talking to, to Microsoft or a tech company or a white collar job that has a bunch of people in cubicles, it doesn't really impact their, you know, top line revenue that much if someone is sick. But if right. someone is sick in trucking, it directly impacts your revenue. And so if we can cut down the amount of sick days, then we're, we're adding, you know, we're not only increasing your margins, but we're also adding revenue every single day that that driver's moving freight, right? You know, the other aspect to me is, is turnover. Um, you know, so many drivers, not only from a health-related turnover standpoint, but also from, you know, just a lack of engagement in, employ or in, in the company or feeling like the company is differentiated at any uh in any capacity you know how many of drivers out there are getting text messages every single day from other companies offering 10 cents more per mile do this do that and if your company is just playing the cat and mouse you know cat and mouse game of trying to to pay more per mile you're not differentiating yourself compared to any of the other, other companies but if you can offer something that's truly meeting people where they're at giving them a different experience at your organization and providing this thing that shows them that, hey, that you care and that you're also, you know, understanding of the difficulty of this lifestyle. To me, those are things that stack up on your end where if someone gets a text message for 10 cents more per mile, now they're starting to think, well, is it worth it? Because I'm now losing these benefits. I, I, have, I feel like I have a closer relationship with this company because they actually care and they're spending money on things that is helping me outside of just move more freight. And I think those things stack up a ton. And then, you know, the trickle down of that is, you know, cutting down turnover and keeping safer drivers in, at your company so that, you know, later down the road, you have a decreased risk of, of more, you know, accidents or, you know, nuclear verdicts or, or areas mm -hmm. like that, that impact insurance costs directly. 100%. You got a couple areas. You got top line revenue, bottom line revenue. And like when you're talking about, hey, we'll pay more per mile or we'll do this. That's great, but what are the percentages for that company as as far as operating goes, right? So let's say they're operating with a five or ten percent um, profit margin. You know, for like an easy example, I suppose. What's an average ER visit? 
750,000 bucks. Like, and, and that's just the deductible, right? Depends on their plan, but let's just go with a thousand bucks. Cause it's an easy number. If you have a profit margin of 10%, that bottom line revenue coming out is a thousand dollars. But what do you actually have to make up to replace that thousand dollars with a 10% profit margin? You're looking at $10,000 in actual revenue to replace that thousand you just spent. And what does that equate to for time, driver time, trip, miles? You know, I don't, it, it's kind of subject to the trucking company itself, right? Cause they, they operate differently. But when you start thinking from that standpoint, people look at cost associated with tools or services or professionals or, you know, this insurance product might cost a little bit more, but what is it actually doing on the back end? What is it actually taking care of, covering, preventing? What is that tool's intent and purpose? And like, what's the actual impact to the bottom line? That's where you got to take a bigger holistic view and not just look at line items on a specific line because it doesn't give you the good picture. So I think this is a prime example of, you know, you step back as a CEO or decision maker, a business owner, and you start looking at what is the actual cost of all these things that this will impact? And some of them are unmeasurable, right? Driver retention, it's hard to measure that. Morale, culture, it's hard to measure that. Attracting drivers, getting referrals because they see this driver force is over here just having a good time, healthy, they're engaged, they're loving their job and all this stuff. That is tough to measure from a ROI standpoint. Like I get that a bunch when I'm talking to my clients is like, you know, well, what's the ROI of implementing this or hiring these safety and risk consultants to come in or, or whatever the case is, like whatever we're working on at the time. And a lot of times it's tough to just put a figure on it. But then when you start looking at all the impacts and you just kind of assign a number, I'll, I'll let them make up the numbers. Then it's like, hey, this is what it actually is costing you. <laughs> and then like for a fraction of the cost, we can do this. And then we can attempt to make these margins come down because it's percentages at the end of the day when we get to that. But um Man, it's it's exciting, though. I think it's really cool what you're doing. And I think that uh, just from an insurance standpoint, because that's obviously my profession um, from a captive or going from captive to trying to get a national program or potentially self-insurance or whatever the whatever stage of the journey this company's on. This could be a, a major asset for that. Yeah, I completely agree. And and I love that way that you were thinking about it from like, a you know, yeah, it's a thousand dollar cost, but then it's going to take you, you know, if you have a 10% 10, margin, depending on the profit 10, yeah, yeah, right. You know, he's yeah. like, but, but, you know, trucking, um, our trucking companies are not known for ginormous margins, right? <laughs> no, um, not. So, so, you know, that's a, that, that starts adding up a lot and it, yeah. it starts impacting, like, that's a lot of freight to be moved. That's a lot of a whole bunch of different things that have to happen to make up for that. And so I really like that way of framing it. And, uh, uh, I know I appreciate that. Yeah. For sure, man. I'm just trying to think of like how people would think about it if I were talking to them. And my brain thinks a little differently, obviously, but yeah, and some. But man, I appreciate the time, Dr. Mark Monera. Like, I, it's always a pleasure, man. I love uh, love catching back up. And man, how far have you come or we come since the first time we did this? And I, I remember know. you were actually one of my first guests, and I was so appreciative because, like, even attempting to think about, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. Like, okay, that's great. What are we going to talk about? Well, obviously, transportation and trucking is what we're involved in. That's what we're passionate about. But then finding guests that are doing impactful things, cool things, not making it just straight sales pitches for you know products or people or services. But how else do these companies know about these products, people or services unless we're talking about it, getting it out there? And then my focus is finding people that are making big waves and like making a major impact to make it a better place. So I appreciate everything you're doing, man. It's it's well, awesome. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. And I, I'm sure cool. uh, 
we'll have you on. I'll, I'll come on again and, and have even more updates. Can't wait. So for everybody, go to LinkedIn, follow them on social media. One thing I do know about Mark is he's really good about updating and posting and sharing and, and like making sure like that excitement and kind of the advances that his companies are making, he'll, he'll let you know. So just follow engage and then reach out to him if you uh, want to know more and I'll make sure to put it in the, the note section in the comments and stuff. So Mark, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. All right, everybody stay safe out there. Uh, hopefully fuel continues to go down. There's another article, which I'm not even going to address because I had to do with insurance going up. Who would have thunk? Um, but yeah, <laughs> this is one way to make it go back down. So start being healthier, start making better choices, help your culture, invest in your company. All right, peace. Peace.